Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Tech Talk underway on this Saturday. The leaves are falling on this warm late October day. A great day to work on that computer. And Doug is here to help. Doug Swindhart here on Tech Talk. If you're having trouble with your hardware, software, whatever, feel free to call the program today or text the program. The number is 651-461-9226, 651-461-9226, and we call it the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. Doug, I hope you're doing well. Absolutely. You know, this weather, I don't know how anybody can't. It's just gorgeous again today. Yeah, it is. We could really use some rain. I, I would be fine uh, if we, we got some overnight rain for the next week or so, but uh, these days sure are lovely, and uh, hopefully people are taking advantage of this reprieve, this lovely late fall weather. Indeed. Um, Doug, computer-wise, let, let's, let's start with a couple of the basics. Uh, number one, this, this has come up a great deal and continues to come up because we're closing in on the end of life, if you will, uh, for a popular Windows operating system. What do people need to keep in mind? Uh, once again, people still could be using Windows 7 or Windows 8, but you know the, the, the life expectancy of those operating systems is uh, not that long. No, it's dwindling fast, that's for sure. And, of course, now they're talking about Windows 12 coming out. Um, and it's um, it, it's a little bit confusing. Is it, I get calls every day about, well, how come I can't get my update? And how come I got an update and I didn't want it? Yeah, Microsoft is, really doesn't have any pattern as how they're pushing these out. But the, the bothersome part of this is how many people are going to end up getting an update that they really might not need or want, and then they're forced to buy another computer because, well, theirs just isn't new enough. It, that's the troubling part for me, and I hope that that stays to a minimum. And it sounds like there's a, a, a small uprising in the consumers to where I think it might be held at bay a little bit, I hope. Yeah, it, it, what, what do you need to do in the short term? If you're still operating on Windows 7 or Windows 8, what, what should people keep in mind to make sure that they're out on the Internet and they're still secure and they're protecting their data, et cetera? What, what should be done right now? Well, Windows 7, for sure, would be much more problematic than 8. Uh, but Windows 7 or 8, you really want to have a, a user that is um, a limited user for when you're on the Internet, and then keep that away from your administrator. Uh, that's probably the biggest thing. 
And just because you're not getting any updates doesn't mean that you're more vulnerable. You're actually more vulnerable if you don't pay attention to what you're clicking on and keep your browsers up to date. Now, when you get to a point to where you can't update your browsers so a secure site will allow you to access their server, then you're really left with no choice. And you might want to be taking a look at a Linux system, perhaps, or updating to a different operating system and go that route. There's no reason to to put yourself in jeopardy, especially with all the distributions of Linux. And Take a little time to learn and just put it together. You'll be glad you did in the end. Tech Talk underway on this Saturday and the City's One. Plumbing Talk and Text Line is open for business. And you can reach us here on the program. It's simple to do. 651-461-9226. If you call in, you'll visit with Carrie Klatt. Our producer, she'll put you through, or you can send a text, and that'll come right into the studio here on News Talk, E3O-WCCO. First text of the day is a good one. How often should I restart uh, the modem and router? Uh, We had to do that not that long ago. It's pretty rare, but uh, things got a little funny and uh, went in, shut it down, unplugged it, waited for a while, and started it back up, and things seem to work fine. Now, we've had CenturyLink for a lot of years. This is a relatively new uh, modem router from CenturyLink. I, I think we pay a small fee every month, and, and that cleared the problem up. I will say it is very rare, but what is recommended to kind of do a shutter-down reboot? Well, you know, my opinion is, is, is with CenturyLink, it probably isn't near as important as it is with uh, Xfinity. The the topology of an Xfinity, being that it goes house to house to house in 256 blocks, and we've got three parts in, in North America where everybody enters the backbone, that adds some extra, well, what do I say, collision, dirty bits. Um, if you happen to notice that you're starting to slow down, it's going to be a good idea. If you can't diagnose it and you're not getting any errors and you're fairly certain it's not your computer, yeah, just unplug your, your modem. And if, it, if it's Xfinity, you're going to want to leave it unplugged overnight if you can. And for CenturyLink, you can just reboot that baby and go right back to work. It's just a difference in how these things are put together. I think that this is a much bigger issue than it used to be. You know, every once in a while, a, a particle, a network packet will get split or become a dirty bit. And years ago... They would always go up to the servers, and the servers would take care of the dirty bits. But they now have to push them down to the users because there's just too many of them for the servers to handle. So this is an important factor, this restarting, because it just cleans out all your temps and cleans out your cache and that kind of thing. I'd say with CenturyLink, if you're, if you're doing it maybe, maybe once every three months should be great, Bunny. Um, with Xfinity, you might want to be doing it once a month. I like Sunday nights. Shut that baby off about 11 o'clock when I go to bed, and then Monday morning, get up early, fire it up, and let it train up. It's going to take longer to train up an Xfinity than a, than a CenturyLink, uh, but this is well worth your effort. And you're going to notice a difference in speed almost immediately, especially if you're starting to see some slowdowns. And I hope that helps. Yeah, and Doug, that, that brings up something we've touched on from time to time on the program, and it's super important to do with all this equipment. Even your smartphone. I think people have a tendency to run these 24-7, which generally is fine. But on occasion, uh, I typically do it on the weekend as well. 
plug that phone in to charge it up overnight, and I shut it down. And oh, that's a great plan. I, I, I think it works wonders. I've heard that more than once. Uh, tablets as well. Uh, my, my computer at work, I typically leave that up and running during the week. Uh, when I leave, uh, sometimes later than I want to admit, I just leave it up and running, come in the mm-hmm. next morning, uh, go to work. But on Friday, I always shut it down and have it shut down over the weekend. Uh, it, it is good uh, for this equipment to be shut down, isn't it? Oh, it absolutely is. And, and the thing is, you know, at your work, you've actually got another layer there because your system administrators, when you're not there, they're probably running processes to clean your machine and to yep. make sure that everything's connected. And they will automatically reboot a lot of your systems for you. Correct. And, and I, I, I've been there. They do it in the evening. And I've been there. Sure. And I get that warning and say, your system is going to reboot. And it's like, oh, I'm in the middle of something. All right, I'll go do something else. But, yeah, I fully aware of that. Yeah. And, but mobile devices, and the thing that really strikes me as, as bizarre with the mobile devices is, like, my, I got an S21 Android, Samsung, S21, nice phone. But if I open up an app, I can't just close that one app. I wish I could, but a lot of them, they just keep running. And that requires you got to restart your, your phone or shut it down. I'm also one that likes to shut off my phone at least once a week and just leave it off all night long and then fire it up. If you're getting big updates, it's always a good idea to reboot more than once, even though they'll put you back and get you working. It just cleans everything out and kind of makes you start fresh, Uh, especially if you're not certain what's running in the background. And they got a lot of stuff running in the background. So this is an important factor to these digital machines. Quick break. We have more tech talk on the way. Uh, it's important that you take advantage of getting in right now because later in the program, the city's one plumbing talk and tech sign is always busy and we can't get to everyone. The number is 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. It is Tech Talk with Doug Swinhart and we will continue in a moment here on News Talk. E3OWCCO. Tech Talk on this final Saturday in October. My time flies. And our phone number and text number available to you right now. If you want to join the program, the City's One Plumbing Talk and text line, 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. And another one from our text line, uh, Linux. Uh if you're doing a dual boot with, with Linux and you, you got Microsoft, uh, some version of an operating system, mm-hmm. um, it says, is it better to use two hard drives or partition the one hard drive? Uh, it really doesn't make any difference. Uh, you can you can partition the one, but you always want to make sure you got a full copy of all of your important data. Uh, but today, I always recommend to people, if you don't, for $30, $40, you can pick up a brand new solid state drive and start fresh. And in that instance, you would want to unhook your original drive, put in the SSD, and install Linux on the SSD drive. And then when you reboot it, you tie it into the grub menu to pick up Windows as the secondary operating system after the boot. It's, uh, there's many ways to do these things. It, but here again... Never underestimate these solid-state drives because no matter what you have for a computer, 
the very least that you will have in accelerated speed is like four times. And that's 8, 10, 12, 15 times difference from an old spinner drive to a solid-state drive. Wow. And, and consequently, almost all new computers are coming with solid-state drives, thank goodness. And the NVMe drives are really fast. So that's a big factor. In addition to that, you don't really gamble with any data doing it this way. So it's, uh, it really makes sense. And if you get a big enough solid-state drive, you can actually mirror your original hard drive to that solid-state drive and then do a dual boot on that. That would be a good experience as well. The big thing is, is don't be afraid to play around and do a little research and do some reading and studying. And like Linux Mint has a tremendous forum. Users helping users and even developers will get involved if they see the topic is getting too heated or not getting solved. So it's a, it's a, different, it's a different environment. And I think people, if they just get a little bit comfortable, they'd really enjoy it. Our number on the program again, 651-461-9226. That is good for a call or a text. That is the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. And Patty in Albertville joins us on the line. Patty, you're on with Doug. Yes, good morning, guys. Um, I have a, a very old MacBook Pro. It's uh, late 2011. And twice in the last six months, I've gotten this, whole, this thing that overtook the whole screen and said I'd been hacked and that I was supposed to call this customer service number at Apple. Well, I know not to do that, so I did call the Apple customer service. First time, the lady walked me through getting rid of all that and got me back to where my computer worked fine. This time it happened, and Apple is telling me they're not allowed to do anything with Google and that you can't call Google, and it's very hard to get it back. Um, I'm back at this point where it's sort of running. <laughs> I can get my email. Um I did get a flashing sign that said I'm running on a 10.2 and that I should be running on a 10.3, but I'm not even sure that's available on this old of a computer. It may not. Apple is kind of taking a hard line on this end-of-life equipment. And the the best thing that you can do is to download and install Onyx, O-N-Y-X. It's by a company called Titanium, and it's it's a... Open source, free software, but if you like it, donate some cash to them, keep the project moving. That will clean out your whole system. This really isn't a bug in your computer. This is like an addition to your browser. And I would highly suggest that you, if you're able to yet, download a couple of browsers and have some extras. Uh, This is actually content coming in from a website. So it's not really on your computer, but they loop the page. So I can see it where it's frightening. Your computer is an absolute prime candidate to be converted to a Linux machine. That will solve almost every issue you got with that. That's a nice machine you got, by the way, a 2011 MacBook Pro. That's a good computer. I would think serious about putting a little money into that, putting a solid-state drive into that. I think that's top, top-shelf equipment, and I hope that helps. All right, very good call. And that brings up something we talked about. We have a couple of iMacs around the house that are older. Uh, they're, they're still very nice. Um, one was my mom's. One was my daughter's. And we weren't able to update the operating system. Now, you look at these computers. They're still in great shape. They have a beautiful monitor, yeah. uh, keyboard, everything. What can be done 
to keep these machines in service. What what can one do if you can't upgrade it anymore? There's got to be a way to keep this equipment going. Absolutely, and yeah, I, I understand. This is a this is a real difficult and complex issue. Yeah, some of these computers are going to last forever. Well, if you were a manufacturer, you go, oh wait a minute, let me pass these things down for generations. So they they really got to put an end of life as to service and expectations and that kind of thing. And Apple does it through their operating system. The, the, really, the only thing you can do on a Mac, and it's not always the easiest to get done, is to convert it to Linux. Now, in the 08, 09, 10, 11, and I think even into the 12 MacBook Pros, just replacing the hard drive and installing Linux really is not that bad. You can just rock and roll. But then you've got to tie together the Apple operating system, um, the file system, so it can be read and understood so you can get your data. And that can get a little complex, too. But again, I think that these older machines are well worth the effort. These, I, I did um, three of them last week, all MacBooks. I don't think one of them was older than a 2010. And one of them didn't turn out so good. The other two just fly. So it's well, well worth it. And from my perspective, if I don't succeed what I want to do, I don't bill. And that's usually something we can figure out right away if it needs a new logic board. Just got to be cautious. You want to over-invest. But I am a big believer in keeping these things running as long as possible. I just think it just makes common sense for everybody. Yeah, and I and hope that I, helps. I, I, I've got to get you, and it's it's one thing to have a laptop or a desktop, but but the iMac is what I'm bringing up. Really, really a beautiful looking piece oh. of equipment, but looks to be a kind of a nightmare to work on, as far as uh, potentially putting in a new hard drive or operating system, and and that's the thing. It's really a shame because. These are still really nice monitors. There's got to be a way that it could be used as like an Internet appliance, kind of like a Chromebook. Oh, absolutely. And and here's the thing. If people want to pursue the iMacs, I would highly suggest that they go to ifixit.com, I-F-I-X-I-T.com. They have amassed over the last 30 years a database on how-tos, and they go step-by-step. And you're right. Some of these Macs, especially in the iMac, if the screen is glued, which a lot of them got the double-sided tape, and they don't always want to let go, that you got to take your time getting inside of them. Uh, depending upon the age, they can be a little tricky to take apart, but if you've got a step-by-step guide that's showing you, well, now you got to be careful here, and this is the tools that you need, you can at least take a look and say, I can do this, or maybe I'd want to have somebody and just hire them and get it done. Um it's, uh, it can be a little bit dicey with the Macs, but again, I think it's well worth it. If you, as long as you don't have one that's overheating and running like a toaster, it's going to run and run and run. I agree with this, what you mentioned about the video. I think iMacs have some of the most beautiful displays that they were oh, years yeah. ahead of themselves. We, you know, they set standards for Internet, for Wi-Fi, uh, transfer data with uh, Ethernet, but the video and the just they're just a class act from top to bottom. At, uh, you know, I like I like Mac. I like Apple. Yeah, the the hardware is still good. It just seems like such a waste to recycle this equipment because you know it, it's it's in wonderful shape and the display. E- even if you could take advantage of the display and 
you know, buy a little Mac Mini to drive that monitor. I mean, there, there, there's got to be a use for, for that equipment. I've, I've got a couple of them sitting in the garage, and I'm just thinking, I, I really don't want to recycle this equipment. Oh, no, no, you have to get them to my house, Steve. That's a, that's a given. We'll get them babies taken care of for you. All right, quick break. We'll come back with more here on Tech Talk. The number again, 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. And you can call or text here on the City's One Plumbing Talk and text line. We'll have the weather in a moment. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Talk underway on a Saturday. If you're having problems with your computer, hardware, software, whatever, feel free to call the program. 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. And that is the city's one plumbing talk and text line. And let's go there right now. From our text line, how can I remove WebRoot from my computer? I've tried everything. First of all, what is WebRoot? It's an antivirus malware protection, and I have experienced the exact same thing. And there is a package called Total AV Remover. And I'm going to see if I can locate it here quick. And I'll give you the exact name. You can download it, and it will take out these pests. And people have trouble with Semantic and Norton and several others as well. McAfee used to be a, a real bear cat to get out. But yeah, and, I will give that. And, and Doug, why is that? Because there, there are a number of programs like Revo Uninstaller, and you, you've talked about other ones. I thought they'd go in and wipe this stuff out pretty easily. Yeah, most of the time that's true, but not always. Some of these antivirus, they've, they've actually got built-in protection in case a, a piece of malware wants to remove them. So they're, uh, they get a little bit dicey. But um, I think I almost got it here. I just got to pull it off my... And hey, by the time. way, the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line is open, 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. That is good for a call or a text. So, Doug, what do you find? Yeah, this is it. It's called Antivirus Removal Tool. 
And it has like 2022, 2021. Um, just run a search on Google. Make sure you're getting it from a good source. I would suggest Major Geeks. That way you know it's clean. Uh, this thing, you start it up, you install it, you run it, it'll take it right out. And then you can actually use uh, Geek Uninstaller or, or Revo to uninstall that and just set it aside. This is a great program. It saved many, many hours of fighting and struggling. And it just does the job. It does it well. And that's uh, antivirus removal tool. Okay, antivirus removal tool. And mm-hmm. then beyond that, you would do a cleanup with something like Revo, or what is the other uninstaller you talked about? Oh, the Geek Uninstaller, G-E-E-K, Uninstaller. And you just go to Geek Uninstaller and download By the way, Steve, I don't know if I mentioned, but the gentleman that wrote that program He's from Minnesota, so you're actually doing business with a local man. Oh, wow. Nice, great program, um, and he's got a professional version. I think he sells for $20, $30. Uh, the free one doesn't lacking anything, so he's uh, kind of the open source of technology, but if you want the big one, just go for it. I purchased it a couple of times because, well, he saves me a ton of time. He's well worth it. So I um, And I like the security. I like the fact that it does this, and it's really easy. It's actually considerably easier than that program i like it a lot all right very good uh, geek uninstaller you you've talked about revo uh for a long time um speaking of antivirus i i know we'll get this we might as well uh, get to it right now what do you recommend at this moment what is your preferred antivirus program where, what do you run it would, it would definitely be malware bytes. Uh, they're just good to work with. They're right on top of stuff. And the second one would be um, uh, Enot32 from ESET, both American companies. I like both them. And a German company called Avira. Any one of those. But my go-to is probably going to be malware bytes. I just like the customer service. They treat their customers well. If you have a support issue, they're on it. And you're talking to a professional when you call on the phone. So that's way good. That's uh, probably be my go-to. Absolutely. And it's malwarebytes.com. And you would run that instead of Windows Defender, even on a newer machine? You know, I really would. If you've got Windows uh, 10 Pro or, or, or greater, if you run the enterprise version or, or Workstation N, it's a little bit different. But the home version, I, and I'm not the only one. I, I, Chris Titus, I, I do a lot of research on his site. He's taken Windows Defender out of every Windows home machine he works on. And some of them, he's not even putting anything back in. It depends on what they're using the computer for. This has been a question for years is, is are we attracting the viruses with these anti-programs or are we really protecting them? It's, uh, it's really been a question. And, but I think in, in terms of Windows Defender, it's just when they run and they do it right, it works wonderful. And I am not certain if they just aren't putting enough resources to keep up with it or just what the deal is. It's um, it's kind of questionable. I've been taking it up lately too, and it and it does seem to make computers run faster. So I um, I'm sticking with malware bytes, tried and true. Just uh, go that way, and I hope that helps. Yeah, good stuff as always. Six five one four six one nine two two six. That is the city's one plumbing talk and text line. If you do call in, you'll visit with Carrie Clatt, our producer in studio. If not, uh, the texts come right to the studio. And uh, we, we can put those right on the air. So two good ways to be a part of the program. And that's not just true on Tech Talk, but all our programs uh, seven days a week. 
here on News Talk, E3O-WCCO. Here's another good one from the text line, and, and we do appreciate everyone being a part of the show today. Uh, how do I move photos from Google Photos to an SD in my phone? Oh, that's interesting. Um, I believe, you, you know, that is interesting. I think that Google Play will do that. If you got... Um, you got Google Photos on your phone. I think you can transfer it to an internal. I've never tried it, though. I, I hate to commit to that without knowing, but I think it's doable. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's typical one way when you have a device like a phone or whatever that, that you're taking photos and you can bag them up to, say, uh, Google or, or iCloud or whatever. But going the other way, I, I'm not strange. sure I've ever tried that. Well, I don't really see the purpose. You know, your phone, you want to keep that as clean as possible. And once they get over-inundated and they just don't have enough room to even get an update, that's bad news. I've got my phone set up, so as soon as I take a picture, it goes right up to Google. And bang, it's just done. I would prefer to get that off that, that mobile device, but that's me. Yeah. I, I suppose there's, there's probably situations. I think it'd be better off to put it on a small um, a small uh, flash drive, and when they wanted to plug it into the phone, just plug it in the phone. They've got those two now, so that would be probably your answer. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, uh, unless, of course, uh, you, you want to get a hold of that and 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 show someone. But I would think, you know, through the Google program, you you would be able to do that anyway. I guess I I haven't oh, thought sure. about that. That would that would be interesting to play around with. Um, another one from. Uh, the city's one plumbing talk and text line, um, and th- this has to do with uh, at this point in time. What do you recommend uh, for an internet service provider? I've had CenturyLink for a long time. You, you've had uh, Comcast, Xfinity. There are other internet service providers. Depending on where you live, uh, is a big one. There, there are other options out there. Uh, the, the satellite internet, Elon Musk and Starlink, not readily available here in the Twin Cities metro area. In in rural areas, it's more available. You got to go online and see. There, you, you got to spend money on equipment, etc. But uh, I'm still very, very excited about the the 5G uh, cellular service internet option. So, for instance, uh, T-Mobile is the big advertiser right now. Uh, Verizon and AT&T will be in this game. But T-Mobile's doing the big push right now about the the 5G home Internet. So what it is, it's an appliance, takes in the 5G cellular signal and then converts that to what amounts to be, you know, home Wi-Fi or home Wi-Fi network to run all exactly. your stuff, smart TVs, computers, etc. Uh, I'm really excited about that, and the price point is hard to beat. 50 bucks a month right now. Yeah. And, and you know, the thing is, Steve, out of all the calls that I've had about T-Mobile, I've yet to find somebody that isn't happy with it. You, when you get this type of response, this is um, they're leading the market right now in this. If you are having trouble with speed, check them out for sure. It's a, it's a great service, and it's not like a hot spot coming off your phone. This no. is, like you mentioned, it's, a, it's an appliance. About a six-inch dish or something like that. I think it has a couple different ways. I, 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 what I've seen is it looks about the size of a coffee pot. Right. You know, like like a Mr. Coffee or one of those things that, you know, brews a pot of coffee. It's about that big, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit smaller, but that gives you a rough idea. 
and, and you plug it in and set it on the counter somewhere in the house, and it it, it brings in or it, it receives 5G cellular signals and turns that ultimately into Wi-Fi that can use to run the laptop or your smart TV or, or whatever you, you, you need Internet for, uh, for that matter. And I agree with you. The, the people that I have talked to that have it available and have made the move have been very happy with it. I'm not sure what they're doing. I think they've got some kind of compression technique, too. They're getting speeds that, that other people aren't able to touch, and they're consistent. They're just rocks out of the stables, right? Yeah, it's a, definitely a good service. What I'm kind of a, a little bit depressed about is, you know, 10 years ago, they were talking about us being able to get Google Fiber. And there's, that just kind of went away now. They advertise now if you want fiber, you have to kind of go through CenturyLink. I don't know if Google's going to line up with CenturyLink and partner up. I'm not sure. But I've, um, I'd like to see that come through, too. That would be a, just a huge plus for the Twin Cities. Yeah, and I, I think it, options are good in this space because, you know, a, a lot of us, you know, may have one or two options in your particular neighborhood depending on where you live. Um, here, certainly in this neighborhood, Xfinity or CenturyLink appear to be the only games in town that I'm aware of. Well, there's some smaller Internet providers too, but yeah, the thing is with Internet is you need to go to the fastest you can get your hands on, and it will pay for itself if you use it properly. No question. So it, that speed is a, is a big factor. It's not a luxury anymore. To have an Internet service, it's absolutely required, I think. I, I just can't, can't imagine doing without it, especially now that people are starting to stream TV and that kind of thing. It's, uh, it, it's not a luxury. It's not a plaything anymore. It's actual need-to-have business at your house. Yeah. Um, quick break. We'll come back with more. It is Tech Talk with Doug here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Tech Talk with Doug Swinhart, Saturdays between 2 and 3, sports schedules permitting, of course, here on News Talk, A3OWCCO. Always good to visit with Doug. The weather today, uh, spectacular for late October, 65 degrees, southwest winds at 14. Uh, tonight, clear 42. Tomorrow, sunny and 62. And the weather this hour brought to you by Dickie's Barbecue Pit of Egan. And, Doug, from our text line, it is a comment. I think it is a valuable comment. How about getting rural areas any kind of Internet service before worrying about upping the speeds in the cities in the more populated areas? And I think the person who sent the text hit the nail on the head. You know, these companies are going to do business where they can make money and setting up networks and putting in infrastructure in areas where they get a return on investment generally. Uh, that type of infrastructure would, would take some sort of government investment. Uh, private companies are just not going to put in fiber into areas and uh, put, put a lot of money where, where they're not going to get a return. Oh, this really, in my opinion, Steve, this should have been at the federal level 20 years ago. And everybody should have access, at least something that, that is usable. But there, you're right. There's a lot of areas in the United States that really, they're still stuck with dial-up. And that's sinful. Just absolutely sinful. We, we live with communications today. We absolutely have to have it. And I think that it, uh, 
it's it's not good. It really isn't. We need to be more, how do I say, uh, socially responsible, I, I think is what I'm looking for. Well, it's, um, it's, I couldn't agree more. Well, it, it goes back to once upon a time rural electrification, the Tennessee Valley Authority uh, in, in the New Deal. There, there are a lot of parts in this country, particularly in the south, that, that didn't have electricity, and the Tennessee Valley Authority uh, brought electricity and ultimately jobs, et cetera, uh, to rural areas of the south. Say what you want about government intervention, but when, it, when you talk about infrastructure of this type and high-speed Internet to rural communities, sometimes it does take a subsidy by a local, state, or ultimately uh, the federal government. But it is, it is a good commentary. I, I think trying to fill that need is what Elon Musk, our uh, current Twitter overlord, uh, is doing with Starlink, is that he's trying to create a network and already has an operational network, a low-level satellites that will beam Internet just about anywhere in the northern hemisphere is the goal. And that that network is up and running, and you you can be a hundred miles from anywhere, uh, pretty much anywhere in the United States or Canada, and, and get Starlink. Now there is a downstroke; you need to invest in some equipment, but that that is an option. And that's part of the problem too. You know, some of these people in the in the rural areas. They they do not have the financial resources that a lot of folks in the Twin yep. Cities has. So they're you know this upfront money could be really difficult. And yeah, I'm absolutely certain. I haven't heard anything directly, but I'm absolutely certain that the bigger communication companies they're going to try to hinder that. They don't want to give up any business. They really don't. But for places that have no internet, I think this Good should option. just be promoted all over the place. All right, Doug, we got to run uh, your phone number and email. How do people reach you during the week? Oh, thank you. 651-552-9543. And, of course, admin at WCCOTech.com. A-D-M-I-N at WCCOTECH.com. 651-552-9543. And thank you, Steve. Have a good week. All right, Doug, take care. Always good to visit with you. It is Tech Talk with Doug Swindahart and uh, a lot of great techs. Uh, We appreciate uh, the folks that uh, were a part of the program today, as always. Uh, We have the news. We have the weather coming up at 3 o'clock. We'll get started on a sports Saturday. Lots of college football coming up. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.